0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Elsewhere, it is a political party thinking season, and Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil, or Fianna Fáil rather, Fianna Fáil happened earlier in the week. Fine Gael and Sinn Fein happening today. You might have heard Leo Varadkar speaking to Shane Coleman on News Talk Breakfast. Uh, Sean Defoe is our political correspondent. He was also at the Fine Gael Think In in Limerick. Sean, I, I believe Leo Varadkar as well uh, today um, uh, suggesting that there is no appetite within the party for a spell in opposition. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it's sort of a lot of questions about the future of Finnegall and the future of all the parties, I suppose, as we head into what could be the last full term before the general election. And so I put it to the overachiever earlier. It's like, well, look, you know, you've thirteen years, thirteen years of being in government, thirteen years of every problem in the country rolling downhill and landing on your desk. Would you not like a bit of a spell in opposition? Because remember, after twenty, after twenty twenty, there was a, a very short window of time when Finnegall seemed to be headed that way. And he said absolutely not. That's not where he was thinking. That when you look at the historical trend particularly for Fine Gael, uh, look back to 99 when John Bruton lost that election. It was 16 years before they got back into government, that there can be very, very long spells and that's not where he wants to be uh, and said, and very specific in the wording, that if Fine Gael gains seats at this election, they will be looking to form part of the next government. Of course, a lot of people expect that Fine Gael might lose seats at the next election, not least because uh, of a lot of the, these different TDs here that are retiring, also again was ruled out today by a number of ministers. Any sort of prospect of doing business with Sinn Fein, so could still be the case that if this government isn't, isn't returned, that Finnegay will go into opposition. But Leo Varadkar, I suppose, worrying it could be a very lengthy spell if they do.
0: Uh, and the question then arises: if he expects to be back in government, who he might expect to be back in government with? And I understand he was kind of flashing the Finnegay ankles at Holly Cairns. Is that right?
1: and <laughs> uh, there was something of that but simon harris i mean simon harris very much putting that down this afternoon he had potentially the the strongest contribution where he said it was absolutely astonishing that the social democrats would take up a position of saying that there shouldn't be any tax cuts in this forthcoming budget which is what holly kern said yesterday she said that the money the 1.1 billion should be used to increase services instead and simon harris said when the cost of living crisis and when paying your mortgage is the number one worry in huge amount of households across the country, why wouldn't they put some of people's own money back in their pocket? So, you know, if there's a little bit of a, a, a smattering there where they think they could potentially do business after the next election, Fine Gael, I think, and this has been more of a trend over the last while, also attacking the sock Dems. Uh, I, I the exchange of the doll between Leo Varadkar and Holly Currents have not been particularly pleasant before the recess. I think he does see her and the Social Democrats as a potential threat. So uh, I would see them more on the other side than maybe doing business.
0: And what about the farmers? Were they picketing?
1: Yeah, they've been here since early this morning and this is potentially the most interesting news line or, or the one that's going to have the most to run out of today. They've obviously been picketing through the week at, the, at Fianna Fáil and again at Fine Gael for, uh, from before uh, half six this morning. They had a meeting with Leo Varadkar and the IFA tell us and, and Fine Gael sources say it's right that at that commis, at that meeting, uh, Leo Varadkar committed to lobbying the European Commissioner for Agriculture on this nitrates derogation and inviting him to Ireland to meet the IFA, to meet others, to meet the minister and all that. And, you know, that all sounds fine. Uh, but earlier on in the day the Narakta's committee, the Agriculture Minister, Charlie McConnell, Okafina Fáil, had said very equivocally, no, this is the end. We're not going back to Europe on this nitrates delegation. It's done. We're not going to win that battle. Let's mm. move on to trying to keep it at two twenty. So Leo Varadkar, very, very much cutting across his agriculture minister and what he was saying earlier.
0: Well, Hugh O'Connell is deputy political editor at the Irish Independent, and he was at the Sinn Fein thinking that was happening in Dublin uh, this morning. Uh, Hugh, you're very welcome uh, to the show. So, I mean, what was the the mood, music in the Clayton Hotel?
2: Well, I, I think um, Sinn Féin were uh, very happy to see Mary Lou Macdonald back, uh, full health. Um, she spent the summer convalescing after uh, undergoing a, a hysterectomy in, in the Rotunda in, in late June, uh, something which she spoke about earlier in the week. Um, and um, she was joyous, I would say, um, and, and so too were a lot of her colleagues. Um, and I think Sinn Féin has a real pep in its step because of that, heading into the new doll term um and she was very much putting the focus on housing and even in her speech to um the party thinking the main focus the central focus was was housing and the uh b- the belief really within Sinn Féin is that that is the issue on which they can fight and win the next election because this government has um has had such a uh, such a bad record in that space um, so I you know, I, I it'll be interesting to see now, um, obviously next week with the Taoiseach and in New York at the UN General Assembly, uh, there won't be those kind of spicy doll exchanges that, that we've become used to over the last three years. Um Marion McDonald likely be going up against someone like Pascal who, for example. But 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 I think, you know, as the weeks wear on and the doll comes back. We're going to hear a lot more uh, from Sinn Féin, even more than we've already been hearing on housing and on the housing and homelessness crisis, because I think that's where they see the most political capital
0: I, I, and created. I, I understand as well, she was asked about kind of uh, possible compromises in cobbling together a coalition, but housing is one area they won't compromise on and the housing portfolio.
2: Yeah, she was asked very directly by uh, Craig Hughes from the uh, Irish Daily Mail whether uh, the possession of the housing portfolio was a red line issue for Sinn Féin in any future government talks, and her answer was a simple yes. Um, so, I mean, I think that's that. That that is well not unexpected. It is newsworthy in that I don't think that Sinn Féin has been as definitive about this uh, as it has been, or or it has not has been as definitive um, as that before. Obviously, uh, the party's housing spokesperson, Elma Brin, someone familiar to your listeners, someone who's perceived to be um, uh, extremely effective as a housing spokesperson for the party, articulating Sinn Féin's housing policies. Uh, someone who Shinten wants in the Custom House as Minister for Housing um, if the party is in government after the next general election. Uh, so it's a, it's a very interesting uh, position that she's taken, that that is a red line issue from the party. But but I suppose you could also ask yourself, well, why wouldn't it be, given how much they go on about it and how much they're likely to yeah. go on about it in the run-up to the next election?
0: Well, I saw the, the aforementioned Ono Bryn uh, yesterday suggesting that, you know, whatever way the, the numbers uh, play out post-election, they will talk to anybody who is... Uh, willing to talk to them in order to cobble together um, a, a coalition. But I mean, at this point, Hugh, is it possible to say that Sinn Féin are leaning more towards one party than the other? That The, the perceived wisdom is that the answer is Fianna fall. I mean, is that the reality yeah. on the ground?
2: Well, I think the reality is that when Fianna Gael has have so have set themselves against coalition with Sinn Fein under any circumstances, and Leo Vradker has been very definitive about this, as have all senior figures within Fine Gael over the last few years. Um, I I don't think um, there is any likelihood that Fine Gael would even entertain uh, discussing a coalition government with Sinn Fein after the next election, if the if the numbers were to stack up uh, theoretically. Um, whereas Fianna Fáil's position, uh, you know, and Sean will know this as well, this is J- Fianna Fáil's position and Neil Martin's position in particular on Sinn Féin has changed since the last general election. He was categoric. He was also categoric about Fine Gael, it must be said, um, but he was he was even more categoric about ruling out Sinn Féin in the last general election campaign. That has shifted somewhat since then. Um, perhaps he's cognizant of the fact that um, you know, electoral politics in this country has changed. Uh, it's become a lot more fragmented over the last few years, and that that kind of coalitions are are very much the future. Um, but you, you know, that position having changed, and though he he speaks of Sinn Fein being anti-Enterprise, being anti-EU, and, and saying there's lots of policy incompatibility, and um, he isn't definitively ruling out entering talks with Sinn Fein after the, the next election, and mm. um, that's why Sh- Fianna Fáil presents itself as a more realistic option. Um, but that doesn't mean that there wouldn't be challenges in trying to cobble together a program for governments. On the Sinn Fein side, as you said, they're open to speaking to anyone. I think their preference would be to try to form a government without either Fianna Gael or Fianna Fall. But if you look at the polling numbers, the projections uh, for seats arising out of those polling numbers, and you know, they are projections and they are just opinion polls as they stand, the indications are that Sinn Fein wouldn't be able to form a coalition without either of the, of the two, um, either one of Fianna Gael or Fianna Fall. And that's why Fianna I suppose, comes into the mix a bit more. Yeah. Um, but Shintay's preference, preference, I think, would be to try and form a government with other left-wing, non- Uh, government parties and maybe the Green Party if if they're still around after
0: the next election. Well listen uh, the next election mightn't be till 2025 but there's certainly the the beginnings of a whiff of it uh, in the air if we'll describe it that way. Hugh, thank you very much for all of that. Hugh O'Connell is Deputy Political Editor with the Irish Independent and Sean Defoe our own political correspondent as well who was at the Fine Gael uh, thinking uh, Hugh was at Sinn Féin's in the Clayton Hotel in Dublin.